You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Um, and joining us on the line right now is the one and the only Cruzy McCalligan. Cruzy, it's great to speak to you. How are you doing? I'm doing much better than I have in the last few weeks, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, I was going to say, I do you have, sound um, a lot better. I mean, yeah, thanks. you always sound great, but I, I do remember last week you were sort of a bit sort of blocked up. Oh. Yeah, I, I sound less sexy this week, I think. Oh, if it's less possible, happy. you sound more sexy. Yes, <laughs> sure, sure. So oh <laughs> what have you got for our listeners this morning? Um, well, we're going to talk about toothbrushes. Sure. Toothbrushes. And yeah. um, what was the inspiration behind that, may I ask? Um, well, um, I've had a bit of a toothache recently <laughs> to add to my laundry list of things that are going wrong. But, um, but yes, but then, um, I'm, I'm actually quite, I'm quite pedantic and anal about toothbrush cleanliness, not just about brushing teeth. I am also very, very strict on that. Um, I would say it's one of the biggest arguments I have with my husband every day. It's like, have you brushed your teeth before you leave the house? And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm like, how can one forget to brush their teeth? It is the most delightful feeling in the world to have freshly brushed teeth. I, I you know? have a I have a girlfriend who actually, in order to check whether or not her partner, um, her, her husband has uh, brushed his teeth, she touches his toothbrush to make sure it's wet in the morning. Uh, yeah, uh, just, I didn't think I'd go that far. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say maybe that can be a way maybe to that monitor. Maybe that could be a thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Anyway, yes. But um, I digress. Well, yeah, but it's interesting to think about, right? Because a toothbrush, like I often think about toothbrushes as quite a plastic waste product as well you know like yes. they're disposable most of them you know like we go through them quite a lot in a year or you should actually you should go through quite a number of them you shouldn't be using the same toothbrush for years because that would be disgusting um but i wanted to know a little bit about why we brush them i'm like is, do we just brush them is that just a modern thing that we brush our teeth you no, know no they it's, used to do that back with the egyptians didn't they well, I'm guessing it probably was yeah. um, when we get to it. Um, but yeah, so it's um, the bristle toothbrush that um, we that we know today. The kind of the toothbrush we have wasn't invented until 1938. Ooh. Much later than I was thinking, actually. Mm. Um, but as you said, early forms of a toothbrush have been ex- in existence since 3000 BC, and a lot of ancient civilizations, including the Egyptians, um, used what was called a chew stick, which was a yeah. thin twig with a frayed end, and these chew sticks were rubbed against teeth, right? That was kind of, so it was a kind of that concept of chewing on a chewing on a twig to kind of brush your teeth. But the bristle toothbrush, similar to the type that we use today, was not invented until 1498 in China. Oh, and um, yeah, before yeah, it's quite in, quite innovative, really. But the bristles were actually um, originally the stiff, coarse hairs. I've got to try and not gag while I say this. Taken from the back of a hog's neck, and then attached to handles of bone or bamboo. The hairs, the the, the wiry hairs on a pig's back. <laughs> I think that's making a comeback for sustainable toothbrush. Yes. Well, a sustainable toothbrush. I don't know if I want to brush my teeth with boar bristles. Yeah. um, (laughs) Eco toothbrushes made from bamboo and pig hair. I've read that somewhere before. Really? It's coming back. Okay. Well, there's (laughs) Um, always something. (laughs) I'm all for sustainable things. Maybe I could be persuaded. But boar bristles were actually used until 1938. So that's when the nylon bristles were introduced. 
Um, and the, the first nylon toothbrush was called Dr. West's Miracle Toothbrush. Um, and then Americans were um, influenced by what happens is the dis- they had very disciplined hygiene habits from soldiers during World War II. Mm-hmm. And they became um, increasingly concerned with the practice of good oral hygiene. Right now, I think this is very interesting. So apparently, this is something where during World War II, um, soldiers had a real thing about brushing their teeth. Um, and it makes it makes sense, actually. Like, people don't realize how important um, oral hygiene is. For example, people who don't brush their teeth and have poor oral hygiene um, are just thought to be more ill than usual because if your immune system, this is a really interesting fact I learned recently, if your immune system is really busy fighting all the bacteria that you've got growing in your mouth all the time because you're not brushing your teeth effectively, it doesn't have the resource to battle any other issues Mm -hmm. going on with your body. So actually that's one of the reasons oral hygiene is so, so important. That's right, yes. Yeah. Um, Are you a -a two-a-day brusher, a -a three-a-day brusher, a -a (laughs) four-a-day brusher? Eight a day. No, um, I'm a two a day brusher. But can I just ask you, and this is very debatable, um, do you brush your teeth before or after breakfast? Oh, um, I brush them after breakfast. That's so interesting, and and so does uh, so does my husband. So do a lot of sort of um, Western culture. Whereas in, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm generalizing a little bit, but like in in a lot of Chinese families, we brush our teeth before. And now I have this sort of debate, and I I can see I can see Alison Howe in the next studio. Do you brush your teeth? You read my lips before or after? <laughs> Before breakfast, yes. She brushes them before as well. Yes, it's what we were taught. Yes. I, Interesting. I, so there are two schools of looking at it. You either sort of brush away the germs before you eat or you just brush away everything after you eat, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess d- so. I or know. maybe some people do both. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm but, sure there are people who do both. And, Actually, I know people who do both. Ah, uh, but it's important. It's so time-consuming because you're supposed to leave about half an hour before and after you brush your teeth before you eat breakfast, and know who's really? got who's got time. Because if you brush your teeth and then you eat straight away, it can c- kind of damage the enamel. Um, of, of your teeth or if you eat your breakfast and then you brush your teeth straight away it can also damage your enamel or, or yes that's what I was told yeah fascinating I had no idea yes, I um, mean I think it's um, I think it's like a I also think of it as being quite antisocial if for example if for example I had a breakfast meeting and I had to go out and have breakfast somewhere with somebody so I wasn't eating in my home after I wake up I would always brush my teeth because I'm like, I'm not going to go there with unbrushed teeth. So I would definitely brush before eating or drinking something in the morning if that was the case. Mm. Um, maybe this is the problem my husband has. <laughs> he just has breakfast at, at, on his way to work. So maybe he's just thinking, oh, I'll just, but he doesn't bring a brush. doesn't matter. He doesn't bring a toothbrush with him. I used to keep a toothbrush in my office, actually, because I just... Loved the feeling of having freshly brushed teeth. Oh. Maybe I'm just a bit too keen. <laughs> You're not the only one. There are colleagues who also brush their teeth here at RTHK. I've seen that. Are there? I've, yeah, really? I've, I've seen them brushing their teeth, you know, not in the morning, but after lunch, certainly. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder, yeah, I wonder also, I guess, I guess also in like um, Western, a lot of like modern Western breakfast foods tended to be quite sugary as well didn't they so maybe that's another reason that like 
a Western breakfast, like if people are having like sugary cereals, I mean, this isn't my breakfast, but I wish it was, but like <laughs> sugary cereals or pancakes or waffles or something oh, like that, you know, you do want to breakfast. brush after. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not mine either, but maybe that's something there that you're trying to brush your teeth because you, you're having so many sweet things, whereas, of course, Asian breakfasts actually tend to be savory. traditionally a lot more, yeah, like savory, a lot more it? nutritious, yeah. you know, and they don't have like huge amounts of, um, huge amounts of sugar. Maybe that's it. We're just speculating. Any any dental hygienist listening can, of course, chime in and tell us that. Or, or just, yeah, <laughs> our listeners weigh in. Is, is it a cultural thing, brushing your teeth after and before breakfast? It's uh, Because at uni, all my friends brush their teeth after breakfast, which is great. Because when I lived with them, I was like, yep, the toilet is free for me to brush my teeth. Brush my teeth. The- <laughs> there you go. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's got quite an interesting history um, in terms of the toothbrush. Um but yeah, so modern toothbrushes, uh, you know, obviously come in all different shapes and sizes. Do you have a manual toothbrush or an electric toothbrush? So I've Marine? got, I've got both. I've got, you got both. I've got both. Yes. Do um, you use both? Uh, yes, I, I don't use my electric toothbrush all the time because I feel like um, I might be going too hard with it so but I do use it um but because now I really like flossing so I use I I floss more than I use my electric toothbrush um but I have a I I usually use my manual toothbrush wow you've got incredible oral hygiene habits I would clap if I wasn't holding the phone (laughs) well I tried to I I tried to because after I had that hyperemesis gravidarum you know all that um intense vomiting made my teeth really um sore because it oh, was very acidic, bless. so I, I I figured it's now or never. Otherwise, I'll have no teeth left. Yeah. Well, they are really important. Obviously, we only get one set of them. Although I started panicking because I've always been a little bit relaxed about my children's teeth, and then they started losing their teeth, you know, for their age. <laughs> and I was like, oops. Yeah, it'll grow back, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, they'll, okay, you get that. I'm like, oops, got to take care of these ones. They're not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, in terms of, I always find, I remember having old electric toothbrushes that were quite hard and fast and, you know what I mean? Like yeah. really, like really, you know, like a power washing kind of mouth thing. But I think you're right. We, we want to be very careful with the enamel on your teeth, actually. Um, and the American Dental Association recommends soft bristle brushes. Mm. So they say that smaller head toothbrushes can better reach all areas of the mouth, including your hard to reach back teeth as well. Um, and then it's also you need to have a comfortable grip with your toothbrush as well. Um, you should replace your toothbrush every three months. Oh, or three if it starts months? to show somewhere every three months. I just read that fact and my tummy did a flip, so I'm going to go check my toothbrush after this. I know. I think but, I do it like maybe twice a year. Yeah. yeah. So every three months, actually, or okay. when it starts to show some wear, whichever yeah. comes first. And besides, um, you know, the basic design hasn't really changed since, as you said, the time of the Egyptians and the Babylonians and in ancient China, this kind of idea of a handle and bristles. I mean, just from that tooth stick that people used to have as well back in the day, it's the same concept. Um but yeah, so even um, people have been known to use toothpaste for a long time too. Um, you know, it's been used to whiten teeth, freshen breath, clean teeth and gums as well. Um, but some of the ingredients of ancient toothpaste probably wouldn't be something we'd want today, like ground up ox hooves, ashes, burnt eggshells, pumice. <laughs> pumice as in like the volcanic rock. <laughs> um, Isn't that the thing that they, they scrub your feet with? Yes. Correct. Wow. Probably not a good thing to have on your teeth, but I don't know what people were eating back in the day. Maybe they needed it. Um, in ancient China, they used a wide variety of toothpaste ingredients over time, including ginseng, herbal mints, and salt. 
as well. Um, but uh, ancient Greeks and Romans toothpaste was things like crushed bones, oyster shells, charcoal, and tree bark, which is um, a lot, really, to consider that as well. Um, the development of, of, of toothpaste also um, uh, included things like uh, soap or chalk, as well, which is kind of also a bit a bit much. Um, and in 1873, that's when the Colgate Company started the mass production of toothpaste in jars, and that was a little bit more similar to um, the things that we have today. Obviously, oh, what toothpaste in jars? In jars, oh. yes. So they put it in jars. I guess the tube would have been an innovation in oh, itself, yes. right? Yeah, the toothpaste true. tube. They hadn't thought through that part yet. Um, and toothpaste today can typically contain fluoride as well um, and things like sweeteners and other ingredients and things like that. So it's quite an interesting thing to think about with that way as well. Um, the first mass-produced toothbrush was actually made in a prison. Um, in the late 18th century, a man called William Addis was charged with inciting a London riot and put in prison, and he made a toothbrush with a handle of bone and boar hair bristles, as we mentioned, um, and his toothbrush was what became the mass-produced design. And as I mentioned as well, the World War II, um, they really, it was really important for soldiers to, to stay healthy for longer, and the U.S. Army began instructing soldiers to brush their teeth as part of their training. Um, and that was to stave off things like tooth loss, periodontal disease. As I said, your body's fighting your diseases in your mouth. It's not fighting diseases elsewhere. And respiratory sickness by having clean mouths. So it was a big, a, big, um, a big good habit to develop to help them stay healthy during the war. And, of course, once they came home, they had their toothbrushing habits with them. Um, Americans go through a billion toothbrushes a year, which is why I think, that, like you said, that sustainable toothbrush idea is really important um, because, you know, it's um, it's quite, you know, they we go through a lot of them and the most and they're made of plastic, right, majority. Um, toothbrushes can also harbor bad bacteria. So it's tired. You need to change your toothbrush every three months at least. Mm. Um, and don't put a cap on your toothbrush. That's the worst thing you can do, a little cap. Because that's just oh, going to lock in all that moisture and bacteria. And mold oh. will grow. On exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's not a good one. Um, I have a couple of quotes I can finish on today, actually. Yes, please. Um, the first one is from Clifford Stoll, who said, Treat your password like your toothbrush. Don't let anyone else use it and get a new one every six months. <clears throat> <I> <clears throat> three, like months three months. Yeah, three months. Three months. Three months. Three months. Connie Morella said, Standards are like toothbrushes. Everybody wants one, but nobody wants to use anybody else's, which I like to. And Sylvia Plath, who is an incredibly famous poet, said, As a poet, I would say everything should be able to come into a poem, but I can't put toothbrushes in a poem. I really can't. (laughs) (laughs) So that was funny. And the last quote I have is from my own grandmother, who once told me, There are two things in this world I do not share, my husband and my toothbrush. (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Chris, I really learned a lot from you today and I'm really going to have to change my toothbrush. I think, yeah, I thought it was every six months or sometimes, you know, stretching every eight months. But okay, three months it is. There we go. Yes, and try and buy some. I see nowadays they have some bamboo ones out and about. I suppose those are, are much better. Than yeah, the plastic exactly. handle ones. Yeah, I, yeah, let's hope. I wish they would just, you know, we can keep the plastic handles. They should just like remove the head. It's just so much better. Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, well, Great I suppose idea. that's what electric tooth and sonic toothbrushes are about. Anyway, um, I look forward to more chats with you next week. Thank you so much, Cruzy, for your uh, no audio column. Bye for now. Bye bye.